this is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports, it's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports, where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dude to Bet Sports show. And for the first time in the history of racing, dudes, a show has started early, Papa Dude. Are you <laughs> proud to make history today on the channel? I guess we're wanting to get this one over with, maybe. I don't know. We both were ready to roll, weren't we? Yes, my food is like 10 minutes away, so it's like, oh, I get it. We'll start it early, (laughs) get it done a little bit early. Um, Yeah, don't have a lot to do today. We've been doing racing the last couple of weeks, of course. Uh, Oaklawn, Remington Park, that's kind of where we've been. Well, they're not running this week. So it's basically just a little bit of NFL talk, a little bit of recruiting talk. And then we'll open up the show at the very end, and you can ask us questions this this week if you want. We usually have a couple of goofy ones, but if you've got goofy ones for us, save them, and we'll do, do them at the end of the show. Are you excited about that, or are you nervous? That would be really fun. That would be great. I don't know if you can tell by the glare outside the window, but the reason that looks so white is because it is. Yes. It is snowing, and it is like, I think... The last time I checked, the temperature is minus three. Yeah. The wind chill is probably about minus 30 in southwest Missouri. So it's a day to stay inside and and, and just enjoy uh, the warmth of the house. I'm going to get out here in a minute. We're going to have chili tonight, and we don't have any tomato sauce. So I'm going to have to get out and go get it. So I'm kind of dreading it. We've got about three inches, I would say, here in Joplin, and it is snowing like crazy still outside. So. Yeah, uh, but roads that weren't too bad. I was out this morning, but, you know, it's snowed a lot since then. Yeah. So, yeah, like Dr. Tang says, happy holidays to you happy and I. You. And happy holidays to everybody that's everybody. watching. And uh, there you go. Dr. Tang says it's 63 degrees in L.A. right now. That's kind of cold for L.A., I would say. <laughs> I <just> said, yeah. <laughs> uh, he says he does not do well with the snow, probably because you've never been in it, or very, very rarely have you been in it. So, I don't. I, I love the snow. I do, but I don't like it when it's this cold. It's yeah. uh, usually here when we get snow, it's in the uh, high 20s, low 30s. And, you know, it's not terribly cold to go out and shovel and get out in it. It's kind of neat because we don't get it very often, a uh, couple of winter probably. But today, when it's this cold, it's it's worthless. It's just worthless. Yeah. <laughs> There's Dennis in the Midwest. It's coming your way, Dennis. Uh, coming your way. Be ready. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I know Turfway already canceled for tomorrow night. I don't know. They, I think they're still on for tonight. Hopefully they run. And, uh, yeah, we'll get at least a little bit of racing in. All right. Let's go to the picks today uh, that we're going to do in the NFL. Uh, it's it's a big-time week, and it's kind of a weird week. Some games on – well, there's a game tonight. Some games are on Saturday. Some games are on Sunday. So we'll kind of go through them one by one here. Uh, we'll see, and we'll get your thoughts on these. Let's start with the one tonight. It is the Jaguars and the Jets, an absolute massive game for both teams. It's mm-hmm. in New York. Jets are a two-and-a-half-point favorite here. Jags are hot. I know you don't like the Jags very well, but do you like them tonight? Um, it's not that I don't like them. They're starting to come on a little bit here, and I yeah. think they can win the division if they win tonight. They have to win this game, and it's a must game for the Jets, too. The Jets are reeling, and the Jaguars are playing really well. So it's a must game. <laughs> Dr. Tank says take the Jets. He's Uh-oh. pretty good on this. Yep. Uh, he's going against what he usually does, though. He usually takes the under underdog. Yep. Um, as we go through this, I want you to think about because we probably won't do any shows next week. Think about what the NFL might look like when we come back in two weeks yep. as we go through this. Okay, I'm picking the Jaguars tonight. I think they're going to win this game. I do. Uh, I think they're playing better than the Jets. Now, uh, the weather doesn't look that bad. 46 degrees, it says there. So that won't bother them, I don't think. Does that say rain? I think it says rain a little bit, so that could be Mm -hmm. an issue. I just think they're better than the Jets. I think they're playing well. If they don't choke it up, I think they win tonight. I took the Jaguars as well. It does make me nervous that Doc takes the Jets. Doc's here's his formula. When it looks terrible, take that team. So when yeah. that team is looking terrible, take them the next week in the NFL. And it works a lot of the time. So he's on the Jets tonight. 
I'm on the Jags. It's a huge game, like say for both. I, yeah. I mean, whoever loses this game is probably out. I think so. Um, so I'm gonna take the Jags. I'm gonna roll with them. I think they've been pretty darn good. And ever since Trevor uh, Lawrence met some of the AEW women's wrestlers, they're undefeated. Oh, that was the key. Okay, I did not know that. Dennis, you may have saw it. He met uh, uh, Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter, Tony Storm, and I think, uh, gosh, Jade. I think Jade Cargill was the other one. So ever since that, they've been undefeated. Just take take it for what it's worth. Wow. Pretty cool. Exactly. All right. Let's go Christmas Eve and let's go with the Bears in the, or excuse me, the Bills and the Bears to open up the slate here on Christmas Eve. Uh, game is at Chicago. You were able to play Chicago last week as an underdog and got it done. Um, similar line here. The Bills are an eight point favorite. Uh, where are you going in this one? Looks like a nice day, uh, Christmas Eve in Chicago. Uh, temperature of 11 degrees. <laughs> Uh, that's a beauty. Now, most of the games are on Christmas Eve uh, this week because mm-hmm. I think they made three teams play on Christmas Day. So, yeah. anyway, I like the Bills in this one. I'm not going to go with the Bears this week. I think the Bills uh, need this game badly. The temperature won't bother them. Uh, I think they cover. I think the Bears have just about had it. I think you're right. I think you got fortunate to get the cover last week. With I the did. Bears. I wouldn't roll the dice again. No. Yeah, I would. I go got a couple them. of better ones on here. Yes, for sure. I would go with the Bills in this uh, in this one for sure. All right, Saints and the Browns, two stellar teams with stellar offenses. Cleveland, a three point favorite here at home. I guess they're sort of, kind of, not really, but maybe still in for a wild card shot. Uh, trying to build, uh, you know, for next year for sure as well. Got the Saints there, five and nine. They still got a shot to win the division. Oddly enough, where are you going in this one? Uh, I saw something on Twitter this morning. If you remember, remember that game last year in uh, Buffalo, where the win was so bad mm-hmm. in that game when they were playing New England. Uh, it's supposed to be that same type of win in Cleveland on yep. Saturday. Yeah, temperatures ten degrees. I don't think it was that cold in Buffalo. Uh, the night the wind was so bad. I may be wrong, but I don't think it was as cold as that. It's supposed to be like 32 miles an hour straight down the field. You know, there's it's just not a crosswind at all. It's a straight in. So that's going to be a, a real factor. The Browns run the ball well. Uh, I, I'm taking the Browns. I think they end all hope. Well, I don't know if it'll end all hope for the Saints. It should. <laughs> but... <laughs> I think they I think they cover the three. The over under, have you ever seen one as low as 32? It, it, that goes to what you were talking about with the weather. That's why that has been set at 32. I saw a tweet about that as well, just like you did. And yeah, yeah it's it's a low one. Uh it would not be a high uh total, even if there wasn't no. a weather. So you no. had that in and it's gonna be bad. I, I would tend to go over that. I I, I just think 32 is way low for an yeah. NFL game. And I realize it's got a great chance to go under, but uh, you know, sometimes those bad weather games, it, 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 you go over, you know, you talk about yeah. the Miami and uh, Bill's game from last week. Yeah. Everybody's like, Oh, play the under. It went way over. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll go over on that total. I'll take the Browns as well. We're two for two so far. I'm, I'm on the Browns. I'm with you. I All think right. you're going to get it done. All right. Texans and the Titans are next. Oh boy. Look at this. Tennessee is a three-point favorite against the Texans, but the Texans have covered big spreads back-to-back weeks. They've been close to beating better teams than the Titans back-to-back weeks. I I still lean Titans here. What about you? I do, too. Uh, I I just – Houston left it all out there against Dallas and the Chiefs back-to-back weeks and didn't get a win. And now they got – those games were at home. Now they got to go on the road to play a desperate – Tennessee team that has to win this game. They have to. Uh, I think they can almost lock up the division if they win it. I really do. They're, they're taking a big, big step forward. They got to win the game. It's only three points. The over under 35 and a half. You know, the Texans have scored yeah. a lot of points yeah. in the last couple of games. Look at that temperature, 17 degrees. Neither of these teams would be cold weather teams. You don't think Nashville – 17 degrees in Nashville, you just don't. But Nashville's not that far south. Everybody thinks it is, but it's not. Uh, I'm taking Tennessee as well. 
Yeah, question is Tannehill playing. I, it's it's you know probably not. It's probably going to be Willis in that quarterback, and so that does make a difference. But again, it is the Texans. I mean, come on, you got to beat the Texans. Yeah, you're the Titans. Doctor Tank says, "Hey, when teams need to win, they usually lose." So, and yeah, like like Doc said, I've heard Tannehill's out a couple of weeks at least. So um, it's definitely going to be Willis uh, coming in here. So, but still, I think the Titans get it done. Um, I'm with you. It just seems like the Texans, they're going to have a bad game here eventually. Yeah. You know, but they've, they've given it a good shot. Yeah. Track weeks. So um, I'm, I'm going over on that total as well. I, yeah. I think it goes over 35 and a half. 35 and a half. So not very much. Yeah. All right. Let's go Chiefs in the Seahawks. The Chiefs, once again, a double digit favorite now minus 10. Um, they, you know, they've been bad, but winning Seahawks have been bad and losing. What do you think about this game in Arrowhead? Well, we say this every week because the Chiefs are usually anywhere from nine to fourteen point favorites every week, yep. and they rarely ever cover. It's do or die for the Seahawks. By the way, did you see Geno Smith is in the Pro Bowl? No, I did not. Yes, did not he's in the Pro Bowl wow. in his tenth season in Seattle. Yeah, man, if you could have put a hundred dollars on him making the Pro Bowl before the season ever started. Can you just imagine how much money you could have made? Yeah. Um, I, I The weather's terrible. It's 11 degrees uh, at kickoff in uh, in uh, Kansas City. There'll probably be a win. I'm kind of going along with these guys. I think the Chiefs win, but I don't think they cover. Why would you ever pick the Chiefs with that kind of spread, ever? That's right. I mean, it, it is poison. It has been proven over and over and over the last two years. Hey, maybe they'll cover this week. It'll be the first time in what feels like forever that they cover. Seahawks yeah. all the way. Give me the Seahawks and give me the points. I will take the Seahawks uh, in the in the points here for sure. All right, let's move on and let's go. Where am I at? Where did I go? Here I am. Let's go to the uh, Giants and the Vikings next here. Uh, big time game. Vikings a four-point favorite in this one. But like I said, big time game. Vikings trying to... You know, I, I mean, they've got the division, but maybe try to make somewhat of a run at Philly with Hurts out. We'll talk about that in a minute. Giants trying to stay in the playoff, uh, well, in the not even in the hunt, but just in the bracket. Mm -hmm. uh, Four-point favorite here in Minnesota. Both teams have been hit or miss. This is an interesting one. Where are you going? This is a tough game because we don't know how good the Vikings are. Mm -hmm. They just eke these games out each week. They should have lost last week. They've not really been playing well. The Giants played really good on Monday night to beat the, the Commanders. I think it was Monday night, or was it Sunday night? Mm -hmm. Sunday night, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They played great, uh, really solidified their place in the playoffs. The Vikings are trying to hold off uh, the 49ers as well for that second spot and then chasing the Eagles, which I, I don't know if they'll catch them or not. The Eagles are struggling with if Hurts is out, and I guess he is. He's out. Okay, that's it. That really hurts. So uh, I'm going to go with. I'm going to go ahead and go with Minnesota. I'm not sure the Giants. I don't know what they've got left going into this game after that big one last week. They may be a little down. I'm going to go with the Vikings to win at home. I think Vikings win. Giants cover. Okay. Uh, I think four is enough to take the Giants. It's not a game I'm going to go gun ho on though, because it's it's really a toss up. I think with the no. points, I think four is enough. If you want to take the Giants, I'd go ahead and do it. I do think Minnesota will win. I would take the Giants plus the four if I'm going to bet anything in this one. All right, game maybe the game of the week. One of them that's very very good for sure. The Bengals go on the road this week to take on the Patriots. It's a must win game for the Patriots. In my opinion, it's kind of a must-win game for the Bengals. They need yes. to win this division. They need to keep up or, or keep ahead of uh, Baltimore. Cincinnati, three-point favorite here on the road. It could get tricky. What do you think of this one? It could. Uh, they're definitely better than the Patriots, but the Patriots are desperate, and and, and they're they're tough. We all know that. There's no reason to get into it. They, they win games they shouldn't. Um, can they get back up after that game last week? I don't know. The way they blew that, that was the game they really needed to make the playoffs. And they 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 didn't get it. And I just think that's going to affect them. The Bengals are making their drive like they, you know, like they did last year. Uh they're rolling along. Um 
They need to win the division. They only got a game lead on the Ravens. I'm going the Bengals to go ahead and win this one in New England. I'm going to take the Bengals and the points too. And I kind of with you, I feel like the Patriots, it's kind of like, how are you going to come back from that? Yeah. I, I just don't know. And I, I'm with you on that. Um, I think they're kind of done after what happened in uh, Vegas last week. So right. see if that's accurate. All right. Detroit Lions. That's right. The seven and seven Lions, a team we just have been printing money with. They go on the road this week to take on the Carolina Panthers. Once again, I think our Lions are a playable price here, minus two and a half. Are you going to roll with that Detroit train once again? No doubt about it. Detroit all the way. Now, I, I will say this. Carolina is kind of dangerous. You know, they've been playing better. So I'm a little bit nervous going into this one. But I'm going to go with the Lions to make it to eight and seven for the first time in God knows how long. And this will be their seventh win out of the last eight, if they can get it. Wow. It would be incredible. The Lions need it. The Lions get it. I'm with the Lions as well. I Listen, I am not, like I said it last week, I'm not getting off the Lions until they buck me. And even if they do one time, it doesn't matter because, I've, I, like I said, we've cashed on them every week. So I'll yeah. stay with them again. If they lose, oh, well. They're a better team than Carolina. I think they're going to get it done. I'm Here's the deal. Here's the deal. If they win and a couple of other things happen, they're in seventh in the playoffs because Seattle is probably going to lose. We'll talk about the other team they need to lose here in mm -hmm. just a second. Dan says the Lions line is fishy. I would agree. It is definitely – doesn't seem like it should be two and a half. Seems like it should be a little bit more. So well, I think Vegas is thinking, well, it's Detroit. They've won six out of seven. Carolina is not awful. So is, is it time for the bubble to bust? Will they choke? I think is what they might be thinking, but they haven't choked yet. And they've had must wins for several weeks. So yeah, yeah. I'm going Lions until he, until he beat us. Exactly. I'm going to stick with my Lions as well. All right, let's go on to the Falcons and the Ravens. Uh, big game for the Ravens. I mean, it's still a big game for the Falcons as well. Ravens are six and a half point favorite here at home. Uh, I don't know if I ever want to play six and a half point spread with the Ravens, but uh, what about you? What are you thinking of this game? Me neither. I can't do it. Uh, is it, Lamar's not playing, right? I would not think so. No. That line's too high. They don't ever beat anybody by six and a half. Now, the only thing is, it's 20 degrees in Baltimore. Got a warm weather team coming up there. Uh, they're not very good. So that's something to consider. But no, I'm going to go Falcons plus six and a half. But I think the Ravens win. I, I'm the same way. I think the Ravens win like a, a 13 to 10 type of game or something like that. I, yep. I, I just, I, I don't think. They're capable of winning a game by by that. Uh, it, you know, Dennis says the Falcons are one and six on the road. I think they'll be one and seven on the road, but I think they'll cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, I, what, we're, that's yeah. what we're going with. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Ron says he's going Cleveland, Detroit, a five hundred dollar parlay this week. Book it. All right. Whoa, uh, that's two teams that you don't want to say when you're talking <laughs> about a five hundred dollar bet. Usually, but. Uh, could happen this week. We're on. Kind of risky game. there, Ron, when you're considered Cleveland and the Lions. Cleveland and Detroit and $500 does not sound like a great plan usually, but I would agree that those two teams are our picks. So hopefully you get that one home. Yep. All right, let's go on yep. to the afternoon games on Christmas Eve. The Commanders and the 49ers. 49ers, seven-point favorites here at home. They're really on a roll. Commanders really need a win. Do they get it here? I don't think they get it. I just don't. I don't think they're good enough a quarterback to beat the Niners and that great defense they have. They could the, – the Niners might not cover. That's the thing to look at. It's seven points. Uh, you know, they've still they got issues at quarterback a little bit. So that's, that's iffy. But I could see them getting a defensive turnover and maybe score off of it. They're trying to head off uh, Minnesota and keep winning. So I don't have the guts to bet against the commanders and the points, but I'm staying away from it. I'm going to take the Niners, and I think they cover, but I'm not going to bet it. I'm with you. I'm going to stay away from the game as far as betting it. But if you know, you're asking me who's my pick in this game, it would be the 49ers. But I'm with you. Anytime you get seven points and it's the 49ers against a really motivated team, and you got to think 
you know, the clock's going to strike midnight on the, on Purdy eventually. Yes. I'm a little worried about seven. I'm not, I'm going to stay away from this. At the, the other flip side of it is I really don't want to bet Washington either. No. So yeah. After I'm I saw the turnovers they had the other night and the struggles they had on offense, I can't bet them against a great defensive team like the Niners. Yeah. Yeah. I, I this, think, go ahead. I think this is going to be a pretty good game. I, well, I, mean, I would be shocked if it's not a four quarter game. Yeah, this will be a good one. Uh, by the way, this is the other team. If they lose, Detroit is in seventh place, yep. that last playoff spot. If they win yep. this week, yep. I, I and it's and you know what? It should happen. If the Giants lose, they're only a half a game out of sixth. They're they, going crazy in Detroit thinking about this. <laughs> I mean, that the. the, the the fact of the matter is, there it's legit. Like they legitimately have a chance. Like we're not Indeed. making up scenarios. Like this is stuff that should happen. Now, should is the key word, right? You never know. But when but, you look at the teams we're talking about, the Giants, the Commanders, and the Seahawks, they're just as good as those three teams. Absolutely, absolutely. They just got to go out and do it again, and they got a five and nine Carolina team. Exactly. Just lost at home to the Steelers. So, I mean, the Lions can go in there and do it. There's no doubt. All right, let's move on. Eagles without Jalen Hurts. He will be out this week. Uh, This week for sure. Not sure about next week yet. Haven't heard anything. Garner Minshew will be taking over quarterback duties for the Eagles. They go to Dallas, take on the Cowboys, who desperately need this win. Cowboys get a big break here. But you know what? Garner Minshew, he's kind of a goofy, tough type of guy. (laughs) I would not be surprised if he plays a good game here. Nope. Dallas minus five and a half. Where are you going? I'm going to wait and see if that line goes up. Yeah. It was six this morning. So it's went down to five and a half since, well, in the last hour or so, because I just looked at it and it was six. Uh, I'm going Eagles. I'm going to go the Eagles. Now, if it drops down below five and a half, I may not. Or if it gets down to four, four and a half, I may not. But the Cowboys are not playing well. They're, they're like you said the other day, they're pulling their El Foldo. Yeah. They are seven and one at home, though. Uh I, I just think the Eagles are gonna go in there and play their butts off. And uh you know what? I'm also saying this. If Dallas had won last week, I don't really know how bad Hurts is. I kind of think he would have played, but they got a three-game cushion now, so yeah. they got to hold him out. They have to because this game doesn't mean as much to the Eagles as it yeah. did before Dallas lost. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Eagles plus the points. Yeah, I think it makes sense to take the Eagles plus the points in this situation as well. I think it's a toss-up game, even with Minshew, and I, I kind of agree with Dr. Tang. I We've seen him play good in this league oh, yeah. before, and I think – with the team that's around him, and the Eagles have got that mojo going. I mean, he's not Jalen Hurts, that's for sure. But in a one-game, maybe two-game situation, as far as backup quarterback goes, who would you rather have than this guy? Yeah. I would. He's I mean, he, he's fine. Uh, yeah, and little Jason right there on cue says, hey, he's the best uh, backup in the league. Yeah. I agree. I think the Eagles cover. Dallas may win the game. I'm yeah. betting Eagles plus five and a half. The Eagles have – they have so many weapons. And if, if he can hum that ball in there, you know, to all those receivers, and they got a great running back. Now, the thing they lose is Hurts' ability to run the ball. Mm-hmm. And that can't be underestimated because the defense has to has to cover for him. They have to they have to make sure they've got him covered. And they, they won't have to do that with Minshew. The other thing is he's going to go out and win this one for the great Mike Leach. That's right. That is true. Yes. One of the last great quarterbacks to play for Mike Leach. And uh, I know he was very upset when that happened. Um, Dr. Tang mentions he just doesn't need to turn it over. I agree. I think for them to cover, as long as he doesn't turn the ball over and give Dallas points, they're going to cover. Now, to actually win the game, he might have to make a play late. We'll see. Um, But, you know, I I think Doc is right about that. And Jason also has got he's had a full week to prepare isn't a last-minute thing. I mean, they pretty much knew after the game last week that he wasn't going to play. Uh, talking about Jalen Hurts wasn't going to play. So I, I agree. I think Eagles plus five and a half. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think when you see a quarterback injury, everybody loves to jump on the other team. Yeah. But 
I mean, it's a drop. Listen, it's going to be a drop off. All right. But it's not a massive drop off like you would think. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we're all wrong and he plays awful, but I think it's the perfect game for him. I think he'll play great, uh, to be honest. All right. Let's go on to the night game. Christmas Eve at night, Raiders and the Steelers. Uh, this should be a very good game. I don't know if it's going to be a well-played game, but I think it's going to be entertaining, close, all that, all those kind of things, right? Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh, two-and-a-half-point favorite here at home. It might be snowing on Christmas Eve cool. in Pittsburgh. Might be kind of cool. Big game for both teams. Uh, who's going to come out with this one? Mm, this is tough. It is. Real tough. I think you stay the hell away from this one. <laughs> yeah. The Raiders are better. I think will they be bothered by that 11 degrees in the snow? Yeah. Could they could maybe so? I think I picked the Raiders on the money line. I think I did. I did too. I think they're better. I just do. It's just gonna you're two six and eight teams. They're not they've not eliminated, you know, but pretty much are. Yeah, it's just a toss-up game. I just don't think you bettered at all. I went in and took the Raiders because I think they're a better team, but I don't know if they win. Raiders have more talent. Raiders can't get out of their own way. Raiders should be in the playoffs. They, this yeah. stupidity, how they've lost games and, and how they've been coached. Uh, I'm with you. I have no interest in betting this game because yeah. neither one of them are great. Steelers have overachieved, in my opinion, yes. based on their talent, uh, where the Raiders have underachieved. Your guess is as good as mine who's going to win this game. It should be entertaining. Like I said, if you're looking for something to do on Christmas Eve, well, that'll probably suffice. You'll probably be okay with that. So, all right, let's move on to Christmas Day. The Packers and the Dolphins. Dolphins are finally back home. They're four-point favorites here against the Packers. What do you think? Well, this is a game they got to win. They've lost three in a row on the road. Uh, all of them to pretty good teams, so you can't really knock them. Uh, but they got to get going again. They got to get right like they were uh, before they had to go to all these road games. It's a huge game for them. Green Bay's loose. They don't have anything to play for. You know, they're dangerous. They are a day. Wouldn't you hate to have to beat them? Yes. They're very dangerous. Yep. Um, you know, Rogers is the kind of guy he probably, he probably gets ready for these kind of games because he wants to, Knife in the back, you know. I don't think it. I think it, it, he'd get ready to win this one. I don't this think is, you're wrong. Yeah, yeah. This is very, very dangerous for the Dolphins. I think they're going to win. I don't think I, that four may be too many. That may be a one or two point game. I, I just think the Dolphins. When you've lost three in a row, you get to doubt in yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, huge game for them. Huge. They have to win it. They've been inconsistent too. You know, last week they played great and made people forget they played so bad. The next of mm -hmm. the two weeks before that. I think Dolphin fans are going to get a little nervous during this game. I think it's four-quarter game. You just flip a coin what side you want to be on as far as, you know, you know plus or minus the four in this situation. Yeah. I think the Dolphins end up winning. I'm kind of with you. I, I would take a flyer on the Packers plus four. Uh, yeah. But I do think the Dolphins are going to win eventually. I thought the Packers played pretty good the other night, you know. They did. Against the Rams. I thought they played good. I thought they looked good. And they and, – They've been the Rams good. are bad. The Rams are bad, but bad. the Packers did play well. Yeah, they handled them. And uh, the Dolphins have got to be doubting themselves a little bit. I don't care that you did lose three games on the road, you know, to, to the Niners, the Chargers, and the Bills, who probably all three teams are going to be in the playoffs. So yeah. you didn't exactly lose to crappy teams, but you lose three in a row. Everything you were doing well before that, you're beginning to doubt yourself. You're yep. beginning to doubt yourself, so this is a huge game against a very dangerous team. Yep, for sure. Like I said, a team with nothing to play for but still has enough talent to beat you without any yep. doubt. All right, I'm sure when the NFL made this game for a <laughs> Sunday afternoon on Christmas Day, the Broncos and the Rams, they thought, oh, my gosh, wow, look what we've done. Russell Wilson and the Broncos taking on the defending Super Bowl champions. This will be great for Christmas Day. Well, it's not. Both teams are 4-10 and 10 coming into this. Uh, Denver somehow is a favorite, I guess, because the Rams are just awful. Two-and-a-half-point favorite for the Broncos. Uh, the Rams, they did beat the Raiders two weeks ago. Like I said, they looked horrible against uh, the Rams – or excuse me, against the, uh, uh, Green Bay last week. Who do you like in this meaningless game? Is this not the worst game? <laughs> 
<laughs> ever. It's, they probably when they schedule this stuff, yeah. this could be one of the best games yes. of the year. We've got it on Christmas. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. This is the worst game uh, I've seen maybe all year. Yeah. There's you are nothing but a degenerate if you watch this game. I mean, there's just I, I'll turn it over to the NBA, I guess. And I don't usually watch the NBA that much on Christmas. If I gotta have something to do, because I, I I can't I can't handle this. Uh Jason says under 10 points. Well, the play is the under, I think, in yeah. this. It's yeah. 36 and a half. So you definitely take the under. Denver is favored. How many times has this 4 and 10 team been favored? Or only a one or two point underdog? It's every week. Yeah. They're never big underdogs. Yeah. It's, I think they play the Chiefs next week. It'll be interesting. They'll probably be like a five point underdog in Kansas City when the Chiefs have been double figures, everybody else. Yep. But uh, I'm going to go to the Rams in an upset. <sighs> I will go with the Rams as well. And I don't, I don't really consider it an upset. That's the thing. I think they're yeah, better. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. I will go with the Rams as well. Uh, Russell for four interceptions, Adam Hurley said. <laughs> oh, God. By the way, Ron says Brissett is the best backup. I would take Garner, Garner Minshew over Brissett, but you might be right. He has a lot of experience, that's for sure. He's not bad. Uh, yeah, Rams in an upset. Who cares? All right, let's go to the last two games. Hold on. Where, where is uh, I can't think, uh, Chase Daniel? Where's he at now? Uh, he's in Los Angeles with the Chargers. With the Chargers, I would say he's the best backup. Every time he plays, he wins. Well, I would say he has done the greatest job in the NFL history of being a backup. For I think his goal is to play for every team in the NFL. Before and he's he, made, he makes good money. He never has to play. He's always no. backing up really good players who never get hurt. A good trivia question. Somebody can look this up. How many teams has he played for? You know, there was a post about this. He has made millions and millions yes. of dollars uh, with taking like maybe 20 snaps or something like that. I think it's been a little bit more, but something crazy. So, I can say he, he was with the Chiefs. He was with the Saints. And he's been with the Eagles. The Eagles, yes. Yep. Now he's with the Chargers. We're leaving somebody out for uh, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm going to look up. Let me look here. And he usually plays well. When he plays, he currently, let's see, what teams does Chase Daniel play for? He has played for New Orleans, Kansas City, Philadelphia, Chicago, Detroit, and Los Angeles. <laughs> Six teams. Six teams. Uh, and like I said, he, he, I mean, I think he's played in a handful of games. You know, I mean, it's, he barely plays. So I bet he hasn't played. It's incredible. I bet he hadn't played 15 games. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Uh, unbelievable. He did get in a Hoyer 2.0, but yeah, for sure. Like I said, though, he always finds a job, and he's always good about getting behind guys that never get hurt. So <laughs> good for him. Good for him. All right, let's move on. Buccaneers and the Cardinals wrap up Christmas Day. Uh, Buccaneers, a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. That is tough to choke down for a team that is abysmal. I mean, they're bad, but now the Cardinals are down to their third string quarterback. They are atrocious, but can they win? What do you think about this? Oh, no, they can't win. I don't think, but that's too many points. Okay. I don't care who the Bucks are playing. <laughs> oh. oh, that's yeah. good, Ricky. <laughs> Ricky says Matt Ryan is technically a backup now. Is he still the best? I don't think he's the best backup, though. That's the problem. I still think I think other people. Oh, God. Um, I'm going Cardinals plus seven and a half. I just don't. I think Tampa is horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the Cardinals are maybe the worst franchise ever in the history of the world. Well, um, yeah, we can say that. I'll take Tampa. I, I'm not betting this game. You think they can win by by eight? I don't. Honestly, I I don't think they could beat like a Division two team by eight. But I do think they could beat the Cardinals by eight. How about that? How's that for you? Uh, are they going to fire Kingsbury or not? Oh, my God. We say this every week. I have no idea. Surely it's this week they're going to fire. No, I think they're just waiting until the end of the year. Yeah, probably. What the heck? Yeah, who cares? Yeah. Uh, Cardinals, yeah, like Adam says, the Cardinals are just 
Oh, <laughs> they're awful. Horrible. I Dan likes the Buccaneers to cover. I'll take it. I'll take them. I'll take them. <laughs> All right, another game that nobody cares about. This could be a game the Chargers lose, though, for sure. Yes, yes. Nick Foles is coming in for the Colts. The Chargers looks like it's a no no lose situation. They could lose everything, but it looks like they should not lose this game. Is what I should say. The, the Chargers are four and a half point favorite. I think they should win by twenty. But do you think the Colts cover in this situation? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they should. I just this is okay. We've talked about the Chargers for the two years we've done this show. This is a must win for them. Must win. They they will make the playoffs if they win this game, right? Yep. They pretty much lock it up if they win this game. Or let's put it this way: they're in great shape if they win this game. The Colts blew a thirty-three point lead last Saturday. Okay, how do you get back from that? I don't know. They have a coach who's a clown, really. You know, their interim coach, he just kind of stepped in there because he's kind of a celebrity, you know. So they should win this game. Yeah. But I'm not picking them. I mean, Indy's got enough talent to beat them. And those chokers are chokers. And they don't play real well on the road, although they are four and three. That's good for them. That means they're four and three at home. That's yeah. typical. Yeah. I'm going Colts plus four and a half. Chargers, I believe in you. You're going to do it. Forget about <laughs> Dr. Dude. Forget about Dr. Tang. Don't want to hear it. You don't either. The Chargers, I believe. No, you don't. In Los Angeles. No, you don't. Yeah. The Chargers are going to do hey, it. I got a great team. I like the Chargers. I do too. I like them. I like Herbert. I like their skill people. You know, I really do. They got the prettiest uniforms. There's nothing I don't – I've always liked the Chargers. I've always liked them all through the years. And they've had some great quarterbacks through the years, Dan Fouts and Rivers and some of those guys. And I've always liked them. But they kill me every year. Michael believes in the Chargers. Dennis does not. He thinks the Colts will win. (laughs) How about the hook? That's what I'm going, Dennis. The hook. The hook. Well, that half a point bothered me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Michael asks, how's the guide going? Michael, it's going well. I stopped working on it to do the show. Going to get right back to work on it. We're done. Almost done with it. I would say like tonight it should be out, uh, depending on you know how quickly Jerry can get it posted once I'm finished. But, yeah, guide's going well. I love the card. I think it's a really good betting card. So, now, where's this at? Um, at Santa Anita on Monday, on Monday. December 26th. Uh, big, big day for racing. So, uh, 11 race card, Taba's in the Malibu. That should be fun. Uh, yeah, good. it's good thing. So, yeah, about got it done, though. So, that's the good news. It just uh, about an hour to go, I would say, on it. So, um, all right. That's it. That's all the NFL. Do you want to do recruiting real quick or do you want to just go to well, questions? Let's do, let's talk about it just a minute because it doesn't mean what it used to mean. No, uh, for sure. Uh, in every poll I could find every recruiting service, uh, ESPN, uh, sports illustrated sporting news, all of that too. Alabama was number one Yep. in every single one of them. So the rich just get richer, and in every single one of them, Georgia was number two. Now, again, I don't pay a whole lot of attention to this. You want your class to be in the top ten somewhere, if possible. But this is an inexact science, to say Mm -hmm. the least. Yeah. Because Texas is in the top five every year. Yeah. Every year they are in the top five. And they suck every year. I mean, they haven't been any good since Mac Brown left in 2010, I think it was. Yep. And they're in the top five. So these recruiting classes don't always pan out, obviously. Texas A&M is always in the top ten, not this year. And, you know, and I think a lot of it, and I've heard coaches talk about this before. By the way, there it is, Dennis. Uh, Louisville at 30. That's pretty good, I think, Yep. for Louisville. Uh, we've heard this before. A lot of times, if you're recruited by a certain school, these recruiting services 
move you up, depending on what the school is that recruits you. Right. Whether you're that good or not. Because I'll think, oh, my God, if Alabama wants him, we had him as a three-star. He automatically goes up to a four-star if Alabama recruits him. So it's an inexact science. And the other thing that you've talked about, and it makes great sense, uh, the portal has changed things Mm -hmm. in recruiting. So it's not as big a deal as it used to be. I think you buried the lead. NIL has really changed recruiting as well. It has. A lot of guys that had been, hey, he's going to be at OU. Let's just take, for example, and there's no doubt we've had him at OU for a year. He verbally committed. And then he gets to his signing day and he goes to Oregon. And they're like, what? the Oregon? Like, he never even mentioned Oregon. Well, are you talking about Peyton Bowen? Yeah, who now might be back at OU today. He hasn't signed. So basically, I think is what's happened is Oregon offered him a shit ton of money. And he said, yeah. okay, I'll go there. And then Oklahoma's come in and said, well, we yeah. found some money our way. And, and he now, was. But it instead of a recruiting war, it's a free agency war. It is. And here he, he makes this. I don't even want him. I don't care if they get him or not. I don't care. Because he's a, he's a clown. If you saw what he did yesterday, yeah, I think uh, Notre Dame was in the running too, right? Yeah. And he had the big televised, you know, sighting thing. And he pulls out what a Notre Dame cap and puts it on his head and then yep. takes it off real quick. Yeah. And he's got other caps underneath the table or wherever he's sitting. And then he pulls out the Oregon cap and then he doesn't sign. Right. He doesn't send in the signed commitment and he still has it. Yeah. Correct. Correct. So you're right. It's turned into that. The other guy is the guy that kid that uh, flipped from OU to Texas A&M. Yep. Nick's, I think his name is. Yep. He hasn't signed anywhere either, right? Yeah, so it's interesting. These guys, it's like, it's, it's to me, and this is outside looking in, I think a kid gets sold on a school like they used to, mm-hmm. and then I think the bags of money come in right at the end. And, and they the, are agents, really, the agents they can sign now. Yes, they and they get very conflicted on what they to do. They do. Know? Instead of listening to their heart, yes, the agent gets involved. Yep. And the agent goes, what are you doing? You don't want to go there. You can get $3 million, which I will get 10% of that at least. So you got to go here. I can't remember the coach. I think it was, I can't remember the coach. He was kind of at a smaller uh, division one school. Ah, I can't remember his name now. But anyway, he was saying that he had seen quarterbacks get deals for upward to $5 million. Washington State. That's okay. Yes. Yep. 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 This is ridiculous. It's 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 something has got to be done. It has to be done. Yep. So we'll see if they make any kind of adjustments as this goes along. But uh, yeah, it seems to be. And let's again, and we treat them like like they're professionals now because they're making money, and that's fair. Yeah. But it's still an eighteen-year-old kid. Yeah. And I know that they're never going to get treated like that again because of the money that's at hand and the and how just out of control really it is. But it's still an 18-year-old brain right. that's in I there. think it's going to get interesting too. Yeah. These people that are giving them this money. What? Yeah, happy uh, – Merry Christmas to you, uh, Dennis. Yep. You're one of the best, buddy. Yep. Look, I love uh, your comments and hope you have the best Christmas. Um these people that are giving him this money, and I don't know whether it's coming from schools, I don't really know. But when it, when when these guys don't pan out, and a lot of them won't, that are getting this money, when's that going to stop? Yeah. What if this Arch Manning, who on whatever you got here, two four seven sports, is the number one prospect? Yeah. Ninety five percent of that is because his name's Manning. Yeah. What if he doesn't pan out? There's no telling what Texas gave him to get him to come there. Yep. What if he? What if this? Whoever's coming up with this money? What if this? These guys don't ever pan out, and these guys don't that are given the money don't get anything out of it. Is it going to stop? I would hope. I would think it's going to. Yeah, I think that's another another aspect of it that nobody's yeah. really thinking about quite yet. That it's going to be a factor. Yes, the money will stop eventually. And it would be tough if you were a coach and you've got a guy like this Peyton Bowen who's who's playing you. 
he's playing you. Yeah. And you're you got to be thinking to yourself, do I really want to put up with this? Yeah. But you have to. Mm-hmm. And it goes against everything you've ever done as a coach. And it goes against what you probably preach, you know, it does. first and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's, because that's part of coaching and that's part of a good team. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't. And now everything that you've been taught, everything, as you say, that you believe in, you got to go against it. And you, you take a guy like Venables at Oklahoma. We know what he's all about. This is against everything he believes in. Yeah. Everything. He doesn't believe in begging people to play, and very few coaches do. You know, most coaches will say, you don't want to do it this way, hit the road. Yeah. You know, because you don't want guys in there that think they know more than you do. And now he's ha- uh, kissing but up. the problem his- is he just went six and six. I know. I'm, I'm saying. I'm so saying. He has to play the game. He has to play the game. You yeah. just have to. And it's just – Man, it's hard. Yep. It's hard to do. It is. Here this guy's told you all, oh, I want to play there. I love it there. I love what's going on there. And then come signing day, he pulls those shenanigans. And by the way, he still hasn't signed. That's right. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see uh, who he ends up signing with, who some of these guys end up signing with. But you're right. It doesn't have the same feel that it used to have no. uh, on National Signing no. Day. That's for sure. No. All right. Let's go to the questions. Now, you in the chat us. Got it. Yeah, throw some in there. Because I don't know how good mine are. Right. I, got, I got several. Now they'll run, we can run through them really quick. Okay. Uh, let's start off with how old were you when you first realized this Santa thing might be a hoax? I think. I would say it would have been hmm, pretty young. Second or third grade, I would say. Wow. Yeah. A mature person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you think you were that young? Uh, I think so. By the way, go, leave and come back. You've got a bad echo when I talk. And I think so. I think it's got messed up. If you leave and come back, I think it'll fix How it. How about now? Okay. Yep, Is it perfect. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. All right. Don't leave. Okay. Yeah, you had an echo there for a minute. Uh, uh, Jesse said five. Uh, oh, Jason yes. said thirty-seven. It seems like some did kid, somebody rat rat it out at school. Yeah, it seems like I'm with you, Shotty. Seven, eight, nine, something like that. It seems like some kid told me. He's like, you know, that's all crazy, right? And I'm like, well, what do you mean? He's like, there's no like. Think of like the logistics of how you would do that. Like, you can't, I don't think the kid said logistics. <laughs> At age eight, but he's like, think about it. Like, how hard would that yeah. be? And like, flying yeah. reindeer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think your generation was smarter than ours. Yeah, I think uh, we held on to it a little bit longer. I'm wanting to say ten, okay, or eleven, maybe. Um, but then you get to thinking, like you said, how can that be? How can they make it to every house? Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you go right ahead and believe, uh, Doctor Tang. You go right. The kid, ahead. the kid literally said, "Like, go in your like parents' closet. I guarantee all your like <laughs> toys will be there." So I looked, and sure enough, oh, there's all my Christmas presents. <laughs> yeah. Now that is something I never did. As I, a kid. I, I never did either. I didn't go looking for him, but I did no. that one time because he told me, and I was like, "Yeah, you know I never I did. did. I never did because I I didn't really want to know till I opened him." Yeah. I was just kind of that way. I, I, you know, I, I think girls might be worse than that than boys, maybe. Can you think? I think. I'm not sure. But anyway, I never was the type that would go around trying to find my Christmas presents before, uh, you know. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. I don't know that you have any. You aren't a very sentimental person. A Christmas tradition that you miss. Is there anything that you kind of... <laughs> all the stuff that we tried to do for you. <laughs> I tell you the one I miss the most, and it's just not, people don't, I don't think do this as much anymore. Um, I miss going and picking out a Christmas tree, a real one. Yeah. And bringing yeah. it home. 
Yeah. We would go to a Christmas tree farm and they'd cut we'd walk all over the farm and cut it down and bring it home. I miss the real Christmas trees. I understand why we don't do it anymore. They're messy and we don't just, you know, we just don't I guess some people still do, but I don't know a whole lot of people that use real trees anymore. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I uh I would now that I'm adult, I would much rather have that fake tree. I, I like that better than yeah. having to deal with the real one. But that is was something, you know, you, there's like Christmas tree farms around here. And you yeah. go get a Christmas tree. It's like, oh, that's yeah. kind of fun. And it was fun to do and yeah. bring it home, strap it on top of the, well, we had a truck. We put it, no, we didn't. We put it on top of the car, I think, and they tied it down for us at the farm and we'd bring it home. And the smell of that Christmas tree in the house was so nice. But then it would get dry and all the needles would fall in the carpeting and that that didn't uh yeah. that didn't work up too good yeah uh, we're getting some more here grandfather get loaded on christmas eve not a bad idea uh shoddy says putting the tree up cooking yeah yeah, yeah it's good yeah. that leads to my next question uh christmas tree up before thanksgiving or after uh, bef uh before this year yeah yeah, we did too. We have a bigger house, as do you do. Mm -hmm. And there's only two of us, so there's plenty of room. Used to, we would wait a little bit longer because the house we lived in wasn't as big and the tree took up a lot of space. Nowadays, you got a lot of room. Right. So we put ours up, uh, I think, uh, the weekend before Thanksgiving, the Saturday or Sunday, I think, before mm -hmm. Thanksgiving this year. Now, do you leave it up? I know I was over at Jazz the other day and I know what Heather said. Do you leave it up through th uh, New Year's or do you take it down before New Year's? Through New Year's. Yep. Yeah, we will. Through too. New Year's. Yeah. Yeah. It does, uh, it's it's kind of sad, though. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But through New Year's, you leave it up. No doubt. Yep. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on eggnog? I never did like it. I tried it. I don't like I, it either. I just don't care for it much. Yeah. I are never liked it. Yeah. What about you, Dr. Tang? I'm going to say no, Dr. Tang. I bet you don't like it either, but I, that's just a guess. Just a guess. Yeah, I, I never did get that. Uh, um, I tried it. I really did. What's your favorite Christmas uh, dinner food or what is essential? Christmas dinner food? Mm -hmm. Same as Thanksgiving, really. Yeah, I feel like it's the same. Same as Thanksgiving. Yep. Yeah. Yep. A lot of people eat ham on Christmas more than they do Thanksgiving, I think. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I like ham. Yeah. You know, it's okay, but but we got a, a turkey thawing out uh, today. I don't like thinking as Michael. We're not reading Scott, that out loud, Doctor. As Michael Scott would say on The Office, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> Christmas cheer, Dr. Tang. You're I don't think Dr. Tang might be starting uh, that drinking a little easy or early. I think he's a little, yeah, he's a little bit. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's fired up today. Uh, <laughs> do you prefer gift cards or money or a physical gift? Um, Doctor, I don't think you're working today. Uh, let's see. Gift cards, money, or honest to goodness, it really doesn't matter. Really? No, gift cards are kind of fun because you get get to go buy whatever you want. Yeah, it's like somebody say somebody gives me a fifty dollar gift card to a store. It's like I wouldn't go to that store and spend fifty dollars, but now that I have this fifty dollar gift card. That's cool. I'll go find something I wouldn't have bought myself. So I kind of like that. Yeah, money. As you get older as you get older, I think. Yeah, that changes. Yeah, the problem with money is. I usually just put it in my pocket and I I'll buy like gas or something with, you know what I, I mean? Too. Like, so I do too. But yeah, gift cards. Uh, yeah. But that the problem with gift cards, doc's right. Sometimes you forget about it. Yeah. They just sit in the corner for years. That's true. You're right. Yeah. So. Uh, but as you get older, gift cards are much better than they were. Now, when you were a kid, you didn't want that. Right. No, you wanted no. to press it. You wanted to see what was in there. Right. Uh, I think Jesse said a while ago he liked to give things rather than get them. I think he said that. I, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. <laughs> I don't really need anything. So, yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, I, I like to open a present, but 
Yeah. I get a bigger kick out of giving. Uh, do you have a favorite Christmas book or story? Nope. Nope. Don't like any of them. I love Twas the Night Before Christmas when all through the house. And I was creature yeah. was really not even a mouse. I love that one. So I that's do. a tradition in, in New York. They read that in New York. I on do. Christmas Eve. Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, if you had to be, okay. We, I think we talked about this once before, but we'll do it again. Favorite Christmas movie? Oh, that's uh, uh, Christmas Vacation. No sure. doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, Sandy was watching Elf the other night. I never did like that very well. I like Christmas Vacation. I like uh, Grinch. Okay. Yeah. I like the cartoon Grinch better than I do the movie. No, yeah, the first Grinch for sure. The original. Yeah. 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 Okay. If you had to be a character from your favorite movie, yeah. who would you be? Um, character from my favorite Christmas movie? Mm-hmm. Cousin Eddie, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you'll remember, and you can verify this, I was Clark Griswold. That's true. Yes. Yes. I decorated the house, yes. and I yes. would start just like him. I uh, always tried to get the, the, the lighting on Thanksgiving when everybody was at the house. And I would start like 10 days to a week before Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and fight those lights. And I laugh every time I see him because I think about that. That was me. But uh, now Christmas Vacation, that movie is it just nails everything there is about Christmas. <laughs> it yes, it's amazing. It just does. Yep. It is. Amazing. Uh, yeah. A great movie. Let's see one more. Can you name? Is Heather here? Is she over there? No. Oh heck, she was going to have to help us. I was hoping she was there. Can you name everything? I know you can. In the twelve days of Christmas song. No. Can no. you name anything? <laughs> Five golden rings. That's all I know. <laughs> Partridge in a pear tree. Uh yeah okay yeah yeah I can't think of anything right now. It's something. And, uh, no. Piper's piping, but I don't know how many. Uh, goose, geese are laying, but I don't know how many. No. Not Maybe. even close. No. I was hoping she was there because she probably would know. She would know them all, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's about all I got. I know you don't. Another one was, what do you think of Black Friday? And I already know the answer to that. No, don't like Black Friday. <laughs> nope. I've always thought that was stupid. But anyway, there weren't too many of them at a retail store. That's true. <laughs> that is absolutely right. I didn't like them anyway. So, no, no. Two turtle doves. Yep. Could have got that. Yep. Oh, yes. Yes. Shoddy probably knows there were one of them. Shoddy asked if uh, we got Darby anything. And Heather said, no, she's, she's been bad. We didn't get her anything. No, she you got guys the- did get her something. Here. Yeah. Look at this a little cat house. <laughs> And she likes it. She's eyeing it right now. Yeah, here. You want to come and get in it? Here. You get in your house? She will. Probably in the background in a minute. But yes, the cat house. She's she loves it. She's been playing in it like crazy since she's gotten it. So she's giving it an eye, but she's pretty comfy on the chair right now. So oh yeah. Here. Well, she's a cat. She'll go in it when she wants to. Yeah. Here. Come on. Give me it. You can't. You're wasting your time. You can't get a cat to do anything. Oh, she's going to. Oh, she is? There's your mates. Well, she was acting like it. Oh, here she comes. She's going to do it. Okay. Here, take it out of the way. You know. Now, she's... (laughs) Oh, there she goes. There she goes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. She's over there now. Yeah. But she won't get in it. Look, she just... Well, she's usually in it all day. Oh, there she went. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. All right. Okay, there's Isaac. All right, everybody, I'm glad Isaac's here. We'll tell him Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Isaac. Have a good one. Everybody have a great Christmas. Everybody have a good couple of days. This show's going to take next week off, so you'll see us in 2023. Oh, one thing. Yes. I forgot this. What are we going to – a couple of things, a couple of predictions. In the NFL – when we meet again on, I think it'll be like Monday, January 2nd, probably. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be in the playoffs at that time? Oh, you're asking me that now? I don't, I haven't. I think. 
Well, I said uh, on the show Monday that the Bills. Oh, he came up here. <laughs> the Bills uh, are okay. I'll help you. Well, Bills, no, Kansas City. I said Monday. I said Monday. I think the the AFC is set. I think those seven. You do now. Wait a minute. Okay, because okay, I see what you're saying. So you don't think you don't think Jacksonville's going to get in? No. You think the Titans are going to hang on? Yeah. So you're saying the AFC is set. Yep. Now the and you think the order is going to stay the same? I think so. Yep. Okay. The only thing I could see is if the Titans flop. Right. That would be well, my you're only. You're asking me my prediction, and my prediction is they're not going to. Well, I'm, so, I'm just saying my prediction that. is probably you're right. Okay, this one. Anything you see that could change? Um, I think the Eagles are locked in. I think the Detroit Lions are going to get the six, and I think the Giants are going to be seventh. Okay, so and the, I think San Francisco will be will flip with Minnesota. Okay, so you're saying the Niners will be two, the Vikings three, yeah, the Commanders are history. As well as everybody else. Yeah. Okay. Hard to argue. Hard to argue. Yeah, I think that's that's the way I'm looking at and it. And you think so. Tampa's going to hang on? Yeah, because just because I don't think those other teams are good enough to to beat them. If they win this week, they're in. I think they they have to win in Arizona on whatever day it is Sunday. Yeah. Saturday, whatever yeah. it is. All right, let's get out of here. All right, that's it. That's Merry Christmas, it. everybody. Yep, Merry Christmas, everybody. Hopefully everybody has a really, really good holiday and has a good time, and we will be back. Uh, let's see. We probably won't have any content whatsoever on uh, Christmas Eve. Well, we will Christmas Eve, but not Christmas Day. Uh, Blinkers Off going to come up here uh, today as well, so we'll have that. Uh, this show next week, no show. So no uh, due to bed sport next week, but we'll be back in 2023. All right, guys, everybody have a great Christmas and we will see you, like I said, in 2023. This is due to bed sports. Due to bed sports. It's your favorite show. Due to bed sports. Where degenerates go. Due to bed sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit.